Menace to Sports is brought to you by Progressive. Are you driving your car or doing laundry right now? Podcasts go best when they're bundled with another activity, like Progressive Home and Auto Policies. They're best when bundled, too. Having these two policies together makes insurance easier and could help you save. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save over $775 on average. Quote a home and car bundle today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings is $779 by new customers surveyed who save with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary, not available in all states. Some people think they're God. N-I-L. You're going to see more transfers, more mistakes made in recruiting. Big Chris Rude. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. Chris G, daddy. Let them be committed 100 times. Texas A&M bought their players. We bought every player on this group. When people show you who they are, believe me. All the NIL did yep. was made it legal yep. for a student athlete to get paid. Because they, this has been going on for, for the longest time. And then the really big school came in and built a damn house around the microwave and refrigerator. They did. A big ball car. Yep. So now all of a sudden, Coach Saban, Texas A&M, every guy they got. So you mean to tell me the man that signed more five, four, and five-star recruits than everybody went there because they love Alabama? Yo, yo, yo. I'm Chris Drew. That's my guy, Zeke. This is the Menace to Recruiting Podcast, The Corner. Got a nice little update for everybody. This is a, a unique period in recruiting. At the time we're recording this, coaches are on the road for, what, three more days. Then it's time for that period where guys relax and then – we find out who's a good recruiter and who's not as the crystal ball start to flow in. My guy, Zeke, what's going on? Hey, man. Glad to be back on the show. How's it been? Oh, it's been good, man. It's been good. It's an interesting time of the year. This is like the time of the year for the really hardcore fans. Like, yeah, it's a hard time of the year for us, man. <laughs> for sure. For, for sure. Hard time of the year for the hardcore fans. Um, not a ton to touch on, but we're definitely going to hit a, a good amount of kids on today's episode. Um, first, I want to start off with a guy that's not a recruit, um, but was a guy that was came out of the transfer portal from Kentucky, the Goodwin kid. So the Goodwin kid, initially, a lot of people thought that he was for sure going to end up at Ohio State. I believe he was the top tackle on their board, um, and Stud kind of missed that one. It sucks because he ended up going to Kentucky. He circled back about potentially making a visit when he was still in high school, and Ohio State basically told him no because, like, we don't recruit against Kentucky, right? That's kind of how it went. Yeah. Um, so he had, he had a really interesting recruiting story, I guess. He was committed to Kentucky on uh, early signing day. Then he flew down to Texas because he visited – before uh, he flew down to Texas, he visited Michigan State and a couple other schools, and Ohio State was one of the schools he was talking about. He went down there to Texas to when they did their like signing uh talkie signing day show. Yeah. And he like went committed to Kentucky a long time ago just to tell us that he's still signing with Kentucky. It was just like it was it super was very weird. drama, drama driven show. And I know you get to only do it once, but at some point in time, we gotta teach like these parents and these coaches gotta tell these kids, like, hey, this is that's just not the way you do it. Um yeah, so, it's like going up through school. Like we had classes on like writing a resume, like preparing for a job interview. Yeah, like there almost needs to be like this is how you go through signing day and make sure you are putting the most positive light on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because you're on a pedestal, it doesn't mean you have to be uh, 
you have to be an asshole. Just because you're wanted, it doesn't mean you have to uh, kill relationships that you don't know we're going to, we're going to, they're going to come from, right? You, you, don't, you don't know, is Coach Stug going to be the next O-line coach at Kentucky? You just don't know that. You don't want to ruin the relationships. And when we were talking at a couple of the insiders for Ohio State and for a couple of people at Ohio State, they said that he, he killed all his relationships around Ohio State at the very end. Yeah, he burned all his bridges. And year one in Kentucky did not go as he would have liked. No. Entered the portal. Thought Ohio State would be interested, and they were not. No, Ohio State did not pick up that phone. <laughs> and I guess the, the rumor was he had a, a weight issue? Yeah, so when he – the rumor is when he left the uh, – well, uh, somewhat a rumor, not really a rumor. When he left um, Kentucky, he was 387. That is too heavy. Yeah, when he got to Kentucky, he was 340, so he put on almost 50 pounds at Kentucky. Um, and he and most tackles play like 320 tops. Yeah, and that was the whole thing with him. Could he be a left tackle or a right tackle? Um, you would because of the size, you would maybe want to bump him to the right tackle side as a power power side. Uh, but it just felt like I, I know he was committed to Florida today. I wish the kid nothing but the best. But there is definitely some something missing there, and there was a little bit of a cancer feel to it. Yeah, Dewan Jones came in at three sixty and had to lose weight to play for Ohio State. Yeah, and he's six seven or six nine. Yes, or yes, six nine. So the uh, uh, or Goodwin is six six, so three inches. I mean, you have what do you say? The rule of thumb is like ten pounds per yeah. certain amount of inches or something like that. But yeah, that's that's way too heavy to to be at the tackle spot. Um, next up, I want to talk about an, an, a high schooler offensive lineman that we are in for right in the in the thick of things. Jordan Seaton. He got a crystal ball from Will Fong uh, today, I believe, earlier today. Uh, for Ohio State, in favor of Ohio State, it seems like uh, we're we're at a good spot on the trail for him. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I really like where we stand with him. I've liked it for a while. The coaches went back and uh, made another visit. Um, I think yesterday. Yeah, um, I saw it was uh, it was Heartline, right? Yep, Heartline and couple and uh, and Coach Fry both went to visit him. So those are two big time recruiters. But they're pushing really hard for him. I, he is the best interior uh, player in this uh, recruiting class, and uh, he'll he'll move up on the board. He, they usually give the guards when they start him off in the 50-60 range when they're good junior year, and then they move him up. I think he'll be a, a five-star when it's all said done. Well, a five-star offensive lineman for Ohio State, that is a plus. Um, hopefully, they can finish the deal on him. Right now, if I had to guess for him, I believe he would end up at Ohio State. I don't know where you stand on him as well. Yeah, I have him going to Ohio State. I think he's a silent. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Heard that. Mylon Graham, silent. wide receiver, heart line. What do we silent. got? Talk, talk to me. Talk to me about Mylon Graham. I just – I really like where this is going. Um, wide receiver think, from Texas. Very good wide receiver from Texas, right? Mika Hudson is from Texas. Oh, Mika Hudson. Milo Graham's from Indiana. Yeah. Um, I really – I'm a, I'm probably the biggest uh, Milo Graham fan out there. I just think the kid's speed. He is very he, – he's going to be a problem here. What we thought – Tyshawn Lindsey was going to be at Ohio State. I think that's what Mylon Graham is going to be with better route running. Okay, Mylon Graham from Indiana. And obviously, like last time we went to Indiana for a receiver, you remember who we brought back? Yeah. Captain Terry McLaurin. 
Yeah, absolutely. And he've that's a whole other story that you and Zach have done a great job. Yeah, that's a hundred million dollar man. So anytime you go into Indianapolis for a kid, I believe it. So where would you rank him though amongst the wide receiver commits? Because I, I mean, uh, at least wide receivers in the in the country, he's not committed. Um, that's someone that I think Ohio State leads for. You think so as well? Where does he rank in terms of guys like Hudson and 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 Jeremiah and JoJo? I, I think he's third. In my opinion, I think he's the third best receiver in this class. I think number one is uh, Jeremiah Smith. Um, by a mile. By a mile. Oh, actually, I don't know, because Mika Hudson is that guy. He really is. He's pretty close to him. Uh, but he, you know, I think Jeremiah Smith is just a clear-cut one. I think clear-cut two is uh, Mika Hudson. And then you can start having an argument from there. And I think number three, to me, is Mylon Graham. Mika Hudson. Kind of the third part, obviously, if you can get a class of Jeremiah Smith, Mika Hudson, and Mylon Graham, you will take that 10 times out of 10. That'll be a class that rivals the current class, if not probably even better, because the top end is like that that elite. Do you think we have a chance of landing all three of these cats? We we have a chance. I do believe you're going to get two out of the three because Jeremiah Smith's already committed. I think Mylon Graham commits. Uh, now, Mika Hudson's situation is really interesting. My guy from Texas is telling me he wants to leave Texas. He really is going to you know, see a lot of uh, programs. I think Alabama, with uh, Julian saying, is really involved because they want to play together. So I think they're, they're going to be a problem there. I think Nebraska is going to throw the kitchen sink at them. Uh, Georgia could get involved if Dylan Raiola goes there, which I think he's trending that way. And then um, – you have Ohio State. And then the other thing is Texas just hired the receiver coach from uh, – I think he's from the Dolphins. Um, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, guys in the, that are listeners. If you, I just can't remember off the top of my head. Where he's, I know he's an NFL guy that was a receivers coach. He's going to, to Texas to be a receivers coach as well. Now you kind of have that NFL pedigree, NFL uh, experience that you can t- uh, recruit the kid with. And – um, it, they're going to be a problem. So I think this is five schools that he's going to really look at. Um, but I do like where Heartline and Ohio State have placed themselves. Medicine Sports is brought to you by Progressive. Are you driving your car or doing laundry right now? Podcasts go best when they're bundled with another activity like Progressive Home and Auto Policies. They're best when bundled too. Having these two policies together makes insurance easier and could help you save. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save over $775 on average. Quote a home and car bundle today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings is $779 by new customers surveyed who save with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary, not available in all states. Absolutely. Um, I, I am curious. Do you, I think we'll take three in this class. Do you think we will revisit a guy like, you know, to Denmark if uh, we don't land all three of those guys we just mentioned? He's currently committed to Oregon. I know he was uh, he had a crystal ball to Ohio State. You're shaking your head. No, emphatically that something happened there to kind of end that relationship. Um, so I heard that what this could be completely wrong, but what I heard from some people I really trust is that he wanted to commit to Ohio State. Ohio State wanted him to wait it out, and they did not like him coming in and committing right away. They they wanted to back plant, play him in. Yeah, like a plan B type. Yeah. So I think you, you kind of killed that relationship, in my opinion, in that at that point of view. 
So no, you, you, you don't, you don't go after him. That's happened before with Oregon and us as well. Um, moving ahead a little bit. I want to talk about Jaden Davis, another guy that's kind of been floating around the, in the plan B conversation. The A team went to go see him. They are still playing catch up. They made up a lot of ground. Um, the gap is closing right now. I still have Michigan leading, but the gap is closing in large part because we Weiss, however you say his name, is no longer employed at Michigan. He was the lead recruiter along with Harbaugh for him. And so now it's basically a three-on-one full-court press. I want to ask you, do you think Michigan can hold off Ohio State on Jaden Davis? I think he absolutely ends up at one of those two schools. Um, it, If Ryan Day, doing some digging on this one, if Ryan Day, Brian Hartline, and Corey Dennis, who all three are elite level recruiters at their position. And now you have Hartline helping out with the quarterback. Um, Ryan Day has produced three first round draft picks at quarterback. John Mm -hmm. or Jim Harbaugh has produced zero at, uh, at Michigan. I strongly believe that if Ohio State puts all their chips in that basket, which I think they are, they will get him. And as of right now, I know, quote, unquote, Michigan's leading, but only way he would have went to Michigan is if he would have committed in August. And he did not do that. He kept pushing it. Then he went for another visit. He kept pushing it, pushing it. Something's there for him not to commit because what else does he need to see to not commit to Michigan? Is it the NIL? Because they showed it with – with their quarterback, they're paying him really well right now. So what is, what else does he need to see from Michigan and Jim to go there? He's been there a lot. Now Ohio State doesn't have a quarterback dream school, dream player, favorite player that he's ever watched was uh, uh, Braxton Miller. He likes Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think he's going to pop to Ohio State. I remember saying this after the Dylan Railroad thing fell through, and p- people kind of were at me a little bit about not thinking that Ohio State would be able to get back in it. They're going to get back in it. It's going to be, can they close the deal? Um, and, again, it generally feels like whenever a kid goes to a place four, five, six times, however many times he went to Michigan, and still doesn't commit, even though the light is as green as it could possibly be, to me it's like, oh, he's waiting on something. Yeah. Oh, there's something holding him back. And for me, at least that's something is Ohio State. Yeah, you you are a thousand percent correct, Chris. So, yes, I I, I do think let's say if you were to commit today to Michigan, they would be looking over their shoulder the entire time till he saw that pen hits the paper. And you're giving us a year, a little under a year to make play catch up. I think Mm -hmm. we can capitalize on it. And we're playing catch up with the guys that are eighteen guys, but additionally, like other things that make this catch up maybe a little bit easier is guys like Jeremiah Smith, you know, guys like if Mylon Graham commits, like guys like that. And additionally, I don't think a lot of people know, but he has some seven on seven experience with Noah Rogers. So they know each other. That's a relationship. Obviously, Noah Rogers, one of the talented receivers in the 2023 class that Ohio State signed. So it's it just it's just shaping up to feels like the perfect come from behind. Um, but again, it's recruiting. Everything's really fluid, and you can you know believe it when you see it. But they're definitely inching that way, um, and they're going to have elite level offensive players around him. It looks like in his class. I don't know where you feel a guy like Stacy Gage is going. I have Stacy Gage. Um, us leading a little bit for him. I do know it will be a battle and not one that I think will be over soon. Um, but how do you feel about Stacey Gage today if you had to kind of crystal ball him, the Zeke ball? Um, I, I don't have a good one to give here because I, I kind of – Florida's been 
He's hard to get a read on. It's been hard to get a read on his recruitment. Yeah, and I think Oklahoma kind of leads, kind of not. But then Ohio State, he flirts with us a lot. I'm not sure. I, I really, I don't want to say something that where I don't really have a good answer on. Um, if I had to throw a crystal ball out there, just to throw shit at the wall, I would say Oklahoma right now. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it goes. Those five visits that he has are so key um, official visits. I like him a lot, but I don't like him more than the Moeller kid. Um, so if you if it's a miss, it's you're not you're not crying. Right, because the other kid is from uh, Ohio. Um, another another guy I want to talk about real briefly is the Justin Scott kid. He had a commitment date set, and then I believe he pushed it back, didn't he? Yeah, which is great for Ohio State. That means Ohio State made it some. Maybe the old dog put one more trick off. Larry Johnson maybe getting him to think about his decision a little bit. His, his commitment date was set for when? Uh, this week, I think it was the 31st, 31st. It was after the 31st and he announced that he's, he wants to take more time to think about it. That's the five-star defensive lineman from San Ignatius, uh, Chicago, Illinois. He is six, five, three, ten. Yeah. That's yeah. who you want, man. That's your 300 pound. Like that's the guy that, that, that we've been kind of longing for. Um, yeah. so that's, that's good in Ohio State for getting him to push that one back. Um, JoJo Trader's been flirting a lot with Ohio State. Um, took a little bit of time, obviously, to talk with some of the Ohio State beat writers down there at the seven-on-seven seven camp. Um, JoJo Trader, it's tough for me to feel comfortable with him um, because it is. it feels like at least an, an, uh, we're battling a bunch of NIL schools, like schools that want to offer a lot of money up front. Yeah, um, and I think because he's playing defense, that's going to be – I think he's a DB. There's he wants to he wants to go both ways. That's one of the things in his commitment r- recruitment process. He wants to play both sides of the ball, and I don't that won't happen at Ohio State. No, I honestly don't think it'll happen in any major power unless they're just lying to the kid to get him there. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Like I, I just you just don't you just don't see it. Like well, when, we, when did, you tell do J- it, we did tell JTT that he can play uh, basketball and football. So and Lord knows our hoops <laughs> team needs him. <laughs> That's another conversation. (laughs) They need him. What are we, one in six in the last seven games? We've won two games this year, like this calendar year, not basketball season. But like since New Year's, we won one game, lost five straight, won one game, and then we've lost since that last game. Mm. Mm -hmm. Tough stuff. Send Chris Holman to Notre Dame. Mm. But is he going to land Bronny to save his job? That's, That's the rumor. (laughs) Lamb <laughs> Bronny saved the job Man Will LeBron let his son play there That's the real question Oh, If he can't land Bronny and Bronny's dad Is on the NIL collective Fire everybody Starting with Gene Smith Hey I'm not getting into that today Yeah no no not today Aaron Scott talented corner from Ohio gets an Oregon offer This was the one that I told you I'm concerned about because that Oregon offer, I think he will go to Oregon. I do know it will be a battle for an Ohio kid. You want to land both these Ohio DBs, Aaron Scott and Bryce West. They're two of the top five corners in the nation, in my opinion. You need one of them. You you want both of them. How confident are you feeling that we get any of them, Zeke? <laughs> uh, dude, defensive side of the ball is really hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any dogs on the recruiting trail on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you can start from Larry to Jim to Tim. I like Perry, but 
he's just not established himself there. So I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But the other three guys, they're so bad. I, I it sounds like it sounds like an old man's bingo club. Larry, Jim, and and, and Tim. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's bad. And and I do know that Ryan Day. It looks like it's kind of taking point on some defensive recruiting. Like Jim Knowles, like like we got to get it going. So now you've seen the trust in Brian Hartline. Brian Hartline getting a ton of love. Um, and, and doing a lot of work on the offensive side of the ball, letting Ryan Day kind of go to the defensive side of the ball and show that he can be a dynamic recruiter. Uh, you told me a story that some people think that Miami almost landed Brian Hartline. Yeah, so Miami, I mean, we're talking like contract was written. He almost wow. went to Miami. So, yeah, that that was a – I mean, I think even 247 reported on it too. Um, yeah, I heard that was one of the grumblings from the seven on seven tournament down there. Yeah, so he Jeremiah Smith wanted to. It, it all started reading that article. Jeremiah Smith wanted to commit to Ohio State in April. Mm-hmm. He was going to go wherever Brian Hartline goes. So, and then when he was talking about going to Miami, he told Brian Hartline, I'm "Following you there." So mm. that's interesting. That's really interesting. That I mean, that speaks to recruiting prowess of Brian Hartline. Yeah. He's a prowess. That's Zeke. I'm Chris. You got anything else left for today? Nothing, man. Cool, cool beans. Good stuff. Thank you for subscribing. Actually, this is not the Patreon exclusive. This is the general public. But if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, you get an extra extra the corner every Tuesday. And then also, obviously, all the uh, the shows are dynamic and ad-free. So that's a, that's a, that's a big-time plus if you do want to join the, the platform and join the Menace Army. I'm Chris. That's Zeke. Have a fantastic Thursday. Menace out. Some people think they're God. N-I-L. You're going to see more transfers, more mistakes made in recruiting. Big Chris Drew. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. Chris Drew, daddy. Let them be committed 100 times. Texas A&M bought their players. We bought every player on this group. When people show you who they are, believe it. All the N-I-L did yep. was made it legal yep. for a student athlete to get paid. Because they, this has been going on for, for the longest time. And then the really big school came in and built a damn house around the microwave and refrigerator. They did. A big ball car. Yep. So now all of a sudden, Coach Saban, Texas A&M, every guy they got. So you mean to tell me the man that signed more five, four, and five-star recruits than everybody went there because they love Alabama.